When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Your life involves dealing with money. Whether it's spending money or earning money, we also think maybe you should be saving some and well, certainly investing it better than you probably have. That's why we're here to help every Saturday. And our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don. That's Tom. You're whoever you are, and you continue to be who you are. We're glad you're that person. Is Dave Ramsey here? Because I love it when he calls with I his... I don't 12%. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah, Thank well, you. Thanks, yeah, Dave. You can go back. You can go back in your room now. All right, let's get things started on the telephono with Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. Mike, thank you for being patient. How can we help you? I was just curious uh, who you, what company you might recommend to uh, invest in real estate with uh, Roth IRA to self-directed. Is, is there a safe company to go use out there to do that with? Or you know, this is this self-directed. I, there really isn't because. Uh, I mean, for, okay, for one thing, you're giving up custody of your money. This is the part that I always struggle with. I don't care how reputable they are. I mean, the money's going into somebody else's pocket, and you got to hope they're going to do the right thing. Um, number two is you're I buying wanna, it. I want to ask why. Yeah, why do you want to why? Why you- why do this? Well, because I've been investing in real estate um, on my own, and I just thought if, if I invested in real estate with a Roth IRA, then all that. Profit what about diversification? Well, I, I mean, have, I have others as well. Yeah, but the, here's the problem with the self-directed IRAs: to be able to in, invest in a particular piece of property, you are going to have to pay astronomical, off the charts, ridiculous fees, which right off the bat makes it, it one of the worst choices i think you can make i think your iras that's where you should do your diversification if you're a real estate investor and you're doing it as a business great good for you don't do not uh extend that into your iras and pay those big fees custody uh high fees and and again i guess what people are hoping what you're hoping for obviously mike is i'm going to make outsized returns because these guys know what you're doing that's another struggle because sometimes they do and they do well, and other times because we hear the stories, people come in the office. I gave them a hundred thousand. I'm still waiting ten years later to get my hundred thousand back. It doesn't mean everybody's like that, but it's highly speculative. I'd put it that way. Okay. Well, thank you for the. I wouldn't advice. recommend. Yeah, I wouldn't. There is no one I would Thanks. recommend. Not a soul. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah. We appreciate it. Eight five five nine three five talks. Our number eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Self directed. IRAs. This is an area where I think most people, the reason they do this, I, I could be wrong, can call me and correct me. For the most part, you do it because I don't want to just be at index funds. I don't just want to be in the S&P 500. I need something that's going to juice up my returns and make me more, right? I mean, that's really the reason they yeah, do this. I can do better. I can do better than just the market. And what we know as people that have followed this for a long time is 
unlikely. We don't find very many people who do. By the way, it's the same reason people trade or flip houses. They, there's some there's some profit motivation that feels like I'll make more than the rest of the world. The problem is we can't find the people that have done that, right? Not consistently. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while you can find one who did it, but it's more anecdotal than it is data-driven. There is just no evidence. There's no good long-term evidence that anyone anywhere, anytime consistently beats the market and consistently gets high returns. Um, yeah, sometimes people get lucky or sometimes people cheat and steal, but those aren't consistent. And we know well, the bigger, could the be bigger problem. Jail. <laughs> bigger problem is exact. Dave Ramsey is right about one thing: more of your return comes from your saving rate generally than your rate of return on the money. Because most people, frankly, most Don't of us, they're not saving. I mean, they're not. <laughs> and this is why a disciplined savings. In other words, knowing a certain amount comes out of your check. We talked about this last week. Goes into your four hundred one k or your IRA or your Roth IRA or acorns for that matter it goes out of your account and it gets invested and it's gone and you can't go get it tomorrow because there's a piece in the journal again today don talking about this problem that every, it seems like every three or four months it comes up again that baby boomers aren't going to have enough for retirement the, the number today was according to the census about four out of ten baby boomers will not have the assets they need to, to retire and maintain their cost of living, their their, 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 their their style of life that they have today. And a lot of the, pro- it's not just the saving, by the way, it's debt. Baby, bo- baby boomers between the ages of 60 and 69 have $2 trillion in debt, $2 trillion in debt. As you pointed out in our green room it's meeting. It's only four people. It's only four people, so then you don't have to worry. That's one problem. The other one is, it turns out, that denial is not a river in Egypt. Denial about you giving it your, is actually no giving, no d- 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 denial giving your d- adult is, giving your adult children money or a place to live or whatever it, it is and costing you nor <laughs> that is costly. Okay, denial yeah is costly. But here's the other one that was in the article. Now help me understand. They quote a 69 year old woman who says she's selling her Star Wars collection. She's selling her dolls and her yo yos and all this stuff to pay for her lifestyle because. Her her life insurance, she's 69, remember, her life insurance has gone up. I want to make sure I get the number right. The premiums mm-hmm. have gone up by by more than 300% over the last two years. Now, help me understand why at age 69 Wait, you have a well, life insurance policy. Well, okay, it's Please. possible that she has someone who is reliant upon her for income. That Maybe would be a reason. Maybe that's her husband. Maybe that, but he, it says or a he's, child. Got a, he's got a pension. An adult yeah. child who will never get a job yeah, like okay. that kid who got kicked out of the house with mom and dad in the yeah. court. Okay. Yeah. yeah you know, right. you could ever so. tell. That is that actually, in my opinion, that's the only reason why There's anyone no should other. have life yeah, insurance. I mean, I'm a little old at age 60 to have a 10 year old. So I have a, yes, good you deal, are. a good deal of life insurance <laughs> because if anything happened to me, then I want to make sure she's going to be okay. That makes sense to me. Right. Right. But but when she's out of college right. in her 20s, Bye. you're not going to have a life nope. insurance policy nope. for her anymore. Nope. Sorry about she that. She won't be reliant upon you. No. So I just, when you read these pieces, there's reasons why, and there's pretty clear, and, and helping your adult children is another one that is really a no-no. It happens. I've seen it up close and personal, 
and it's bad news. Really? In your house? <laughs> it, let's not go. I've seen it happen, yes, in my, and it's yeah. bad news for both the enabler and the enablee, if that's correct English. It works out not very well for either party because what it really does for the person you're giving the money, it simply delays the day of reckoning when they're going to have to wake up and say, I guess I'm going to have to take care of this on my own. That's bad. Yeah, I. I had to, you know, just like hit mine with sticks and cattle prods. <laughs> Got him out. Just leave. Ouch. Get out of the Ouch. house. Go get a job. They left. There you go. They're all gone now, and I, I'm done. I'm not supporting them anymore. I'm done with it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Stop in. We'll help you deal with dough. If you're sick of investing through an insurance agent or a stockbroker and you're in the market for a fee-only advisor who charges truly low fees and uses a scientific approach to building portfolios for your risk tolerance and need, you should check out Vestry. Tom and I started this firm and it is devoted to educating everyone, total transparency, clarity, low fees, and great service. If you're looking for an advisor, you ought to at least take a look at us at Vestory.com. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Or give us a call, 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We'll talk about how you can manage you your out, money why better. Why don't you give out a few of those retirement guidebooks? We've got some great responses. People love that. Guy wrote us last week. It, he said, it it. Is, he said it was a page turner. That Don McDonald can really put together a great story. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But he did he say, it was, a, he said he it, was it was a page turner. He said it was a page turner. Well, really yeah, it. but bear in mind, I, it's like I had a little help from some of the stuff from Vanguard oh, yeah. and Dimensional Funds. Right, there's a couple and, other stuff, but it, but it yeah. is. We could do. We valuable. could do that. We, Why not? We We've got. Them, you know, I think they're yeah. they're reproducing in the back room. We still have like four thousand of them or something. So I don't know that I ordered that many, but okay. No. May, if they reproduce by by themselves, right. that's pretty cool Cheaper. technology. And apparently, technology that was okay, not so around but, but in eighteen ninety six when okay, the finish, original doubt. Just what? to finish, if you call and you what? ask a question, we'll send you out the guidebook. Okay, the real right. retirement guidebook. Yeah, right. Okay. Better retirement guidebook. And Better the number retire- is 855-935-8255. So there, I knew the number. Correct. Right. Last hour, yes. we were talking about the Dow and how stupid it was. Yeah. Is. Kind of, as an it's index, kind of as worthless. a measure, as a yeah. something, a bellwether or something you should pay attention to. The Dow to Jones Industrial money. Average. Yeah, it's 30 it started, stocks. Yeah, go ahead. Started in 1896. It was started by Charlie Dow, and it was originally 12 stocks. Now, which of those 12 stocks is still in the Dow, albeit for a limited time? Yeah, well, that's pretty easy because we know General Electric is headed out and Walgreens, because I go there for my toothpaste, is headed in. General Electric at the time was this, you know, this little startup started by a guy named Tommy Edison. And uh, they did okay uh, for they, himself, they, yeah. He did okay for himself. Uh, but, it, you know, it did get removed from the Dow twice before. Wow. In the 20th century, and then was put back in. But here's the list. I love this list. This is the original, were, original companies. The, the Dow has changed. The American economy well, has changed so much. Well, this is so part much. of the reason that I don't like making, and I know you're going to hate this term, bets on individual stocks because companies like come and companies go. People, well, Amazon will be around forever. No, it won't. No, it won't. It won't. Actually, sorry. Only one of the companies that was an original part of the Dow actually went completely away. 
the rest still, still exists. Around. Oh, wow. For a hundred In and... one way, shape, or form. Okay. For example, what American Cotton Oil. Cotton Oil. Yeah. That was the name of a company. American Cotton Oil. Wow, I don't know what that's become. Standard Best Oil? Foods. Wow. They turned cotton oil into mayonnaise. Makes sense. Now it's part of Unilever, the big European mm-hmm. company. Huge. Then we had American Sugar, which became Domino. Domino Sugar, Domino Foods. American Tobacco became American brands. Now it's Fortune brands. They're still selling tobacco. Chicago Gas became People's Gas and is now Integris Energy because these companies feel the need to make up stupid names. Hey, don't you work for one called Vestry or something? Vestry, yeah. Hey, I never heard of this company. Distilling and cattle feeding. Now, I wouldn't (laughs) even thought those two would go together. I'd love to hear how they do because you never want to drink around large farm animals. I looked it up, and I figured out how they went together. What happens is they take all the grains to make the mash. Yeah. And then when they get all that, the the solid material out, they then feed it to the cows. That's why you see those cows staggering around late Saturday afternoon, barely standing up. And it's why they don't mind going to the abattoir. (laughs) Exactly. Which is? (laughs) I'm drunk. That's where they kill them. Yeah, I know. The abattoir. I know. Yeah. I've been to one. But now it is now it is uh, uh, part of American brands, Millennial Chemicals. It uh, The liquor assets were sold to Diageo. Uh, then General Electric. We know that one. Mm-hmm. Laclede, Laclede Gas. Oh, yeah. It's still Household around. Name. Household name. It's Laclede Group. <laughs> now, no here's idea. one. <laughs> yeah. This is just a dumb company. But apparently, back then, it wasn't so dumb. It's National Lead. I get that which sinking became, feeling every time I buy which became, shares which of national Which I think became lead. national lead poisoning in the 70s. <laughs> Go ahead. Don't scrape here, please. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> and actually, mm. they moved into paints, and they became Dutch boy paints. Oh, okay. That's a better branding than the whole lead thing. I don't lead. know. Lead. Yeah. yeah, and they had to take it out of the paint, so there really wasn't any lead exactly, involved exactly. anymore. Then we had North American what a name. You don't even well, know North, what they do. I thought that was aviation. North, there was North American Aviation. No. Oh, okay. They're now Wisconsin Electric. So they were an electric utility. And they're part of the Dow 30? They were part of the Dow 12 back wow, then. Wow. Uh, Tennessee Coal, Iron, and Railroad. wonder what they were in the business of doing. Mm, let me think. Could be coal, through. iron, and railroads. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh J.P. Morgan actually helped arrange their merger with U.S. Steel back in uh, just just after the panic of 07, 1907. Here's the one that is gone. They can't find a trace of this. It was uh, it was one of the trusts that was busted by Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, the company is U.S. Leather. It was called also called the Leather Trust, and it's they gone. controlled all of the leather production in the United States, all of it. Uh, they were dissolved in 1911. Whipped the profits then, right out of them, huh? They whipped, <laughs> beat them right out yeah, of the hide. Beat, tanned their hide. Yeah. They tanned their hide. So it's gone and nobody knows where it went. It's, I bet it's, it's just in a, a small you know, it's like, office somewhere out in the range in Colorado somewhere. Or something. It was probably, probably like became Tandy. Remember when Tandy yeah. was the Tandy leather company? Exactly. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And then it became, you, know, you remember when we were kids, people made stuff out of leather? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the leather stuff and you laced it up and you st- stamped it with I did that in Boy stuff. Scouts a lot. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. You were a Boy Scout. Uh, no, I'm not. I, Go, I, I, I really? am an Eagle Scout. I was not a Boy Goes Scout. To, Thank you. I, you were a Boy Scout. And I'm still an Eagle Scout. You're an Eagle Scout forever. That's what they. That you're supposed to say it that way. I, I didn't Do you come wear up with your? This. I want to see the uniform. <laughs> Oh no, you don't. <laughs> I don't want no, that I would really go, that don't. would end up in about nine pieces as soon as I pulled the shirt on. Okay, now I'm gonna bounce the last one your way and oh, see no. if you can guess oh, what no. it is. I'm gonna bounce it. Uh oh. Yeah. Bouncing it. It's a clue. I got what that. What bounces? Balls. Made of rubber. United States rubber. All right. Thank you. Ding 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 ding. That only took three. Which clues. became Uniroyal in the oh, 1950s, sure. Then became BF Goodrich in the 1980s, and then was sold to Michelin. In okay, France. I think the takeaway from all this is yeah. number one is what you said. It it it's really not much of an index, right? It's, it's not, not industrial, really. Some I of mean, it was. Well, it was, but it certainly is no longer. It's not anymore. No, not anymore. No. And it's. It, to me, it just shows you that companies are great ideas at the time, and then they have a tendency to go away, and nobody can really pick the best ones to be in part of any index. There, there. Nobody's is been able to the, do that. There. Yeah. That is the most powerful message in all of this. Had you bought any one of these stocks in 1896, I, I, you have you, a nice certificate most for of, your wall. Th- that, exactly. Yeah. I found a picture of the U.S. leather certificate. Beautiful, I'm sure. It's worth nothing. Framed well, in leather. Well, let's see. You can buy it. Let's see how much the U.S. leather certificate sells for. Oh, my gosh. The certificate sells for $199.95 online. Wow. So with dividends probably, reinvested? or uh, With dividends reinvested over all those years. wonder what the return on that is. Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Stop by. Tom and Don are talking real money. In addition to the Talking Real Money podcast, I also do another podcast that's very popular over at Apple Podcasts. It's called Money 30. Every day I try to educate and inform you about money in a brief two to four minute podcast. So check them out at Apple Podcasts or all the other podcast services or at money30.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Only because it's ridiculously important that you manage your money well, that you spend it wisely, that you save as much as you can, and that you learn how to invest it. And that is one of the biggest reasons for this show is helping you understand how to invest it. Because most investing, Tom, you know this, is bad it's well most, terrible yeah, most of it is it's based on hyperbole i am and or a product i mean i still one of my favorite pieces of video that i will show thursday night at retirement freedom this thursday the 28th is a clip from eugene fama i think it's fascinating here's a nobel prize winner and eugene fama says you know i've been at this going back to when I was a student, et cetera, for 55 years. And I've come up with about five things, five sort of factors, things you can look at stocks and say, here's what's impacted returns of stocks over time. Conversely, Wall Street, in Gene's parlance, says they come up with a new one every week, and they do. I mean, yep. there's, there's a do. new idea, there's a new thing you've got to own, and we're going to talk about this in Real Investing Journal. But, but the bottom line is the tried-and-true using the right stuff, index funds, low cost, tax efficiency, 
it's worked for a very, very long period of time. So we'll be talking about that this Thursday, Don, at Retirement Freedom. I do this class with Rick Gregory. It's very popular because in a couple of hours, we, we go through the financial, the estate, the elder law, all of this stuff. And it's right there in Kirkland. And you can sign up at TalkingRealMoney.com, right? It's 7 o'clock this Thursday. Eh, it's one night out of your summer, but it's well worth it. The turnout is always very, very good for these. And I think there's a nominal ticket fee because you got to pay for the room. So, um, and we don't give away dinner. We don't give away. Well, no, Rick might have cookies. I don't know. Sometimes Rick brings cookies, but no free food. He's not like uh, he's not barbecuing a cow <laughs> to get a little leather for <laughs> little U.S. leather. leather. <laughs> a little leather. So sign up for that retirement freedom this Thursday night. Uh, myself and Rick Gregrick, join us for that. It's a good class. And uh, you know, one of the lessons from uh, both U.S. leather and from <laughs> yes. distilling and cattle feeding yes. back in the 1890s is uh, don't cattle drive drunk. <laughs> don't, or is it more like cattle don't, drive drunk? Don't cattle drive drunk? No, okay. Yeah, yeah. All that right. was uh, the, all the cowboys. They knew that it was hard to drive drunk cattle. Boy, so that's for sure. Cattle keep the drunk. mash away from those guys. Mm-hmm. All right. You think they... Anyway. All right. 855-935-TALK is the number. We do have the bribe in effect. If you give us a call, uh, Tom will actually send you a uh, shiny new copy of our very own Better Retirement Guidebook, uh, which uh, we actually got a nice note this week from somebody saying it was really good. I read it cover to cover. We got got a nice note. Not like it's a long read. Somebody actually I think it's 50 pages. Yeah, it's 50 pages. It's great. There's some work book aspects to it you can put some numbers in there you can work on it all and we find that uh, people enjoy it especially people that are you know tend to getting ready to get retired yeah, whatever number it is <laughs> no i mean and i got a call from a woman today who had met with us a couple of years ago and she said now i'm six months away and i really got to get serious yep you do so um she she's going to come back and see us again try and get a plan put together you got to have a plan right well, and that's the big point. No, and that's really the, if we can get this across, most of what passes for investing is playing with money. Most of the investment community does not create a plan. They don't care about a plan. They care about making the sale and getting on to the next commission because that's how commissioned oriented salespeople have to work. That's the way their life must go. They got to get it's it's like a lot of the doctors these days who have 5,000 clients, it's a numbers game with them. they got to yep. move on to the next one, you know, because Medicaid's only paying up 22 bucks. got to move to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys have to make the next sale because they're not getting paid on a regular basis to represent your best interest. They're not getting an, a, a, a regular fee. They're not getting an hourly fee. They've got to get commissions. So you're going to get sold something. You're not going to get a plan, which is a good reason to call about your plan. And if you call to ask about your plan, you'll also get a plan planning guidebook so wow you win all over the place 855-935-TALK Tom and Don are talking real money we mentioned 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 throughout the podcast but you need to know that you can call that number 24 hours a day seven days a week leave your question and those will be answered in special talking real money podcasts that will appear on this particular site in the future so give us a call 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 We're talking real money. That didn't come out right. I'm apologizing. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom. 
<laughs> yes. is talking a good game during the break. That's you know, a little trash talking. I did. Little I did trash talk pretty much during everybody. the break. I let Stacy off the hook because she runs the board. Otherwise, everybody else can take. Wham. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. He's going. Oh, you're older than you look. No, I didn't. I said no. I thought your no, age you're was older. Than, I thought your age. Yeah. Because Don's you're got a birthday tomorrow. You're younger than you look. That's what I meant. No, you're younger I, than about, you look. I didn't say anything about looks. I I, I, I thought you were older. The implication no. was there. <laughs> no, no. I okay. All right. Don's birthday is tomorrow. I purposely looked it up to see how old you were, and I thought you were one yeah. year older. That's all. And nothing okay. with what you look like. That's so right. you're closer in age to me than I thought. I'll put it that way. Yeah, we're both children of the fifties. That's true. 1950s, by the way. So, I don't know how anyone could possibly confuse anyone with the 1850s. Some guy just if died the other day. He was like 1821 years old or something. So, it's yeah, it still happens. not going to put you in the 1850s. <laughs> okay. I, my math. You is have very a good. very loose understanding of mathematics. <laughs> You're right about that. Because I've been Apparently. listening to Dave and Ramsey run, all the time. <laughs> you run an investment firm. Well, don't that tell anybody that. Me. Don't tell anybody that. That could be all good. right. Yeah, let me. Can I explain something to you here? Please. Just I'm going to help you out real quickly. Yeah. You see that phone you have right there? Mm-hmm. There up there is a calculator right Let's there. Let's run the number just out of curiosity. You, you could run the number. Yeah, I will. Let's see. Eight five five. While Tom is doing that, I could take a half hour. So we'll that'd uh, just be 160 years old. Yes, that'd be kind of old. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is our phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. There is a guy in our business Shh. in our business who says we should be doing planning for people into their. 150, yeah. et cetera. Who was that? Tangential. Okay. This is all tangential all right. okay. when I'm going to Sherry. Go. Now let Sherry talk. Hi, Hi Sherry. Sherry. Welcome to Talking Real Money, not Hi. Talking Real Tom Rambling. How can we help you? Yeah. One to know, is it better for me to take my Social Security early or wait until the age that I can, can reti- that it says to retire? When are you going to die? Who knows? There's the problem. How old are you? I will be 65. Okay. Here's the deal. You could take it at 65, and if you're going to die in about eight years, you probably will be better off. But if you plan to live past that, you're better off waiting. Okay. That's. I mean, it's just a trade-off between... Uh, taking it now and taking less, waiting longer and getting more. And as Don said, uh, the numbers, if if you wait till 70, the numbers work out after about nine years. So you have to live till about 79. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have longevity in your family, if your health isn't the best, et cetera, then for some reason it might make for some people. And by the way, are you working? Are you Which retired? is why I'm taking mine next week because I could go any <laughs> well, minute. This is a very hazardous business. Are you, yeah. uh, are you working or are you uh, retired? No, I'm working. Okay. I mean, that's the other Another reason. Another good reason yeah, not to take Because it. you're going to be paying it, some of it in taxation, which doesn't make sense, never made sense to me to pay taxes on Social Security. You your social security benefits increase by about eight percent per year every single year you wait. Now an eight percent return on your money, which is basically it's saying you're going to get eight percent more in return. Yeah, plus inflation is really good. There's nothing with absolute safety. Nothing that we know of that you could put the money in to make that sort of guaranteed. And if anybody tells you that, by the way, please don't listen to them because there really isn't anything. So. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh-huh. 
All right. Thanks, well, thank Sherry. you very much for your call. We appreciate it, Sherry. 855-935-TALKS, the number. And Brian, you're next. Welcome. Hi, Brian. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, sir? I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm at a kind of a weird point in my life. I got a little baby sitting here, and uh, um, I'm a high school teacher. I'm 31, and uh, just kind of right now thinking about how to, to prep for retirement and all that, and I've heard you guys talk about Dave Ramsey a bunch, and I got his book like three months ago, and that's kind of where I'm at. Um, kind of wondering, like, how to get started on the the, you know, the the whole retirement path there. Well, are you in the teacher's retirement plan? I am, and it's uh, it's really, like, figure it out by yourself. Go on. Um, there's one fund where, like, you can choose the date that you think you're going to retire, and... You, you put all your money into this particular retirement fund, and, and they just figure it out from there. Uh, mine had been on some short-term investment thing that was getting maybe 1% back. Um, I've worked there for five years now, and so it, I've got maybe 20000 sitting in the uh, the retirement account. And uh, like I said, at 1% back, it, it just felt like I could do better than that. So I've been trying to to choose like the, the large-cap, small-cap uh, mutual funds and – yeah, and here, here's here's why did you go into this initially? Just because you had no clue? Um. Oh, why why did I go into the the short term investment the safe fund one. initially? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that they automatically put you in. This is unless the first you make time a choice. Open up the account yeah. and look at it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the money's just going in there and being sort of held for you, if you were. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. the short answer is yes. At thirty one, you probably shouldn't have anything in bonds because they're not the return for 30 years can be because substantially less than stocks but the question is can you take volatility that aside yes you should be in the, the that program and by the way you should also consider doing the uh i'm trying it's escaping me the add-on you can do as well there it's oh like the deferred the, compensation oh. So you can do additional yeah. savings after being in the teacher's program as well. Well, and here's the, the the message that we believe Dave Ramsey gets right when it comes to investing, and that is up your sa- the, the real key is upping your savings until it hurts. Until it hurts. Uh, which means you max out your plan at work. You, then we talk about how you invest it. You do the extra saving that you can there. And then on top of that, you do a Roth IRA if you can afford it. Because the more you put away now, at the more flexibility you. you're going to have in the future. I thought we lost him there yeah, for and a minute. I, I, had a, I had some credit card debt like earlier this year and... I got like two thousand dollars left to go on that, and then I you're, you're doing great on that. Thousand bucks but, a month on on that. But here's um, what I would like you to do: I'd love you to go to vestry.com, take the risk quiz, figure out what your risk capacity is. If it's high, then you really should get that money into the really low cost index stock oriented funds. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you need help allocating your retirement plan at work, you can get free help at 401411.com. That's 401411.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
only because there are a few things more important that we could be talking about. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number. The bribe, in effect, we're bribing you with a book, the uh, Vestry Better Retirement Guidebook, if you call and ask a question on the show. And, Scott, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Scott. Hey, thanks for uh, taking me. Uh, I'm 56 years old. I'm a state employee. I actively contribute to uh, the state's deferred compensation plan. My question for you is, should I uh, stop uh, the state the inputting into the deferred comp and start up a Roth IRA? Should I uh, take my money that's in deferred comp, take the major tax hit, and also move that into a, a, a Roth IRA? Or should I just continue uh, with what I'm doing with the deferred comp? I mean, the deferred comp plan is good because the costs are low. It has pretty decent diversification. Um, and yes, and so, I'm fairly well diversified within the system. Yeah, so that part's pretty good. I mean, then you can start getting into should you convert pre-tax money into post-tax money. That usually takes some calculation. It's hard to just say on the air, go ahead and do it. Here's the reasons against it. Number one, you're going to pay, you know, if, if however much you move over, you're going to pay that as regular income tax, right? I mean, if you move right. $100,000, you are going to add that in tax. I don't like to see that unless people have the money outside of the rollover to pay the tax. In other words, don't pay it out of what you've saved. I think that's a, that's a pretty tragic mistake. Um, at 56, you should do some planning around that kind of the, that takes a, what I was trying to say a little more sophistication about trying to decide pre-tax post-tax. Do you have any Roth savings today? No, I do not. Do you have the means by which to create a Roth and fund the plan at work? Uh, not currently at this time. I think it would be either or. Well, you but you could quit doing into the deferred comp. You're still going and into then do the teachers, Roth now, and then yeah. do the Roth. That way, you'd have some pre-tax money, if you will, that's going to come to you in retirement, and then you'd have a pot of post-tax money if you did this for, for sake of argument, ten years. How many more years are you going to work? Uh, well, I figure I've probably got uh, roughly about ten years okay. left. Okay, I mean. 11. Yeah, so then you would you would be able to put sixty five hundred dollars a year away into a Roth that gets a little bit of growth. Now you have a pot of money that's pre and post tax. That is an advantage because then as you get into retirement, you can draw from different places that have different tax ramifications. I kind of like that strategy. Yeah, okay. I think that makes sense. Yeah, uh, rather than uh, paying the taxes. Is, yeah, paying those taxes is a really that's. Right. If you didn't have the money to do it, I think that would be poor advice. I guess I'd put it that way. Thank you very okay. much for your call, Scott. We appreciate well, it. Thank you very much. You bet. All right. Take care. 855-935-TALK, our number, 855-935-8255. We got Joe coming up here, too. I think it's Joe, right? Joe, how you doing? Hello. I'm doing good. How are you? Very well. How All can right, we help? So my question is this. I'm going to be 50 years old here this year. I got uh, just a kid, barely, goals. barely even working your way into. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I got about twelve more years to go, and I can retire. There you go. I got a I got a four hundred one k through work. I keep hearing about this Roth IRA. Is is, is it? Would it be beneficial for me for the last ten years? to go ahead and just start pounding one out? Well, just for the reasons we just suggested to Scott, yeah. the answer is yes, because, again, now you're going to have money that's pre-tax and money that's post-tax. So you get to retirement, 
you can draw, for example, on Social Security, you could draw a little bit out of the pre-tax, maybe some out of the post-tax. It, it, it allows you to game the system in terms of how much money you're paying the government for taxes in retirement, which is really over overlooked by most people. So, yeah, I kind of like that strategy. What it does is it gives you this ability to go into retirement saying, okay, this year I'm going to be in kind of a high bracket, so uh, if I need a little money, I'll take it out of the Roth, on which uh, it comes out tax-free. In years where your income is down, you can go and then uh, tap the the pre-tax dough, the stuff on which you have to to pay taxes. Yeah, I I like that. I'm I'm in the upper tax bracket now, Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, I mean, I bounce back and forth with the wife and I, and it and it's... I'm trying to save as much as I can, but then in the end, I'm getting slapped on the other end right now. Well, what is your what is your household income, by the way, between the two of you? Yeah, you're not going to be Roth eligible at that uh, income level. I think the cutoff's at 185, so you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to wouldn't be able to do it anyway. Yeah, so sadly, you make too much money, darn you! You're one of them rich guys. Control. I can. I mean, I can control my income. Well, if you want yeah. to make a Roth contributions, make it in a year when you drop below that number, yep. when you're able to, to get it. Because it is nice to have down the road that just that little. It's not going to make a ton of difference in your situation. Because, one, you sound like you're saving. You make good money. But the more you can save, the better off you're going to be, whether it's in a Roth, whether it's in your retirement plan at work, or whether it's just putting it away in a regular old tax managed mutual fund yeah which you could do too so it means so if you had the savings and you weren't roth eligible you could still set the money aside joe great question congratulations on the 50th birthday that's one i can still remember actually so i, I feel good about vaguely that. yeah it's, vaguely it's disappearing vaguely. It's very quickly but all right we got no Chuck. actually you know what i did on my 50th i went to churchill downs wow and I can remember, bet on a horse. I can remember the party I had on mine. Okay, so let's go to the phone right. one more time. Greg joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Greg. Hello. Hello. How can we help you? I have um, a sole part of my business. I'm getting $200,000 for a portion of it, and I'm wondering what I should do with the two hundred. I got a couple small mortgages uh, that I could pay off. I could just take the money and obviously invest it. So I'm kind of walking What's back the interest and forth. rate on the mortgages? On one of them, it's uh, three and a quarter, and the other one, it's four and three quarters. And these are not yeah. primary residences; these are like investment type properties. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It, 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 how old are you, Greg? Sixty-nine. Yeah. I mean, what do you want the money to do for you? Liquidity. Yeah. Well, what, what do you I want, want this money to do for me? Yeah, what's yep. the purpose? What do you I need it for? Earn, I, want to earn, I want it to earn some income for me. But what are you going to do with it? Is this money that you want, you need to, to pay some bills down the road? Because you're not going to make a lot. What Tom's getting at is you're not going to make a lot more than uh, four and three quarter percent with safe money. But. By paying off a mortgage on a piece of property, you're tying that money up in the property should you ever need it to live on. So if it's something you're going to need in the next three, four, five years, again, I would rather see you invest some of it in stocks, some in bonds. You're still liquid. You can get at that money. Whereas in the real estate, it's a lot tougher to do, as you know, because if you go back to 
Well, the back in the back in the old days in Seattle when you couldn't sell a house overnight, you know, remember those days? You mean like, odd eight? Yeah, exactly. like odd eight, odd ten, all that stuff. Odd eight, it, yeah. Boom. So yeah, I would probably go for you know some in something in the stock side, some in the bond side. Balance that out. Give yourself some liquidity, and uh, and then keep keep doing your real estate deals because those are great interest rates. I mean, that's very very low. Especially for investment yeah, for, type property. For investment property. Yeah, really good. Thanks for the call, Greg. We appreciate it. We thank uh, everybody who gave us a call and got the free book. And remember, you can keep calling that number. Yep, we'll be on the air. Add infinitum. Yep. 855 talk 855-935-8255. And if you do switch over to KVI to follow the show, Tom's going to be talking with attorney Rick Gregory today about Happy estate birthday, and Dawn. elder law. Enjoy your Thanks. Keeping the podcast breaks as painless as possible is my goal. That's why I want to very quickly tell you about the only magazine I've ever heard of that is 100% real investing all the time. There's no business news, no speculative advice, and certainly no lifestyle stuff. It's called Real Investing Journal. I publish it every quarter, and you can get two full years for only 25 bucks at realinvestingjournal.com. That's realinvestingjournal.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And speaking of attorney Rick Gregorick, Tom and attorney Rick Gregorick will be working together this coming Thursday evening at an event called Retirement Freedom, which is designed to help you learn how to invest better, create an income stream better in retirement, and protect your money against things that might befall you that you don't want to deal with, but you probably should. And you can get tickets to it right now if you go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.